Are you reading anything good? Did you ever finish Lord of the Rings? That's what we were reading. Oh, right. This is our book club within the podcast. Um, yeah. I'm working on it. I think um, I'm just arriving in Bree. Oh, man. I am way ahead of you. Where My you quest to end the ring. I'm going into Moria. Oh, the mines. Oh, mm-hmm. scary with the Balrog. Along with Lord of the Rings, I'm in a book club at work, and we borrowed from the library this book called The Light Between Oceans, or A Light Between Oceans, mm-hmm. and it's about a lighthouse keeper on, like, a very remote island just off I've of, heard of Australia. So, yes, we read that book, and I was telling my friends about it, like, because it's a good book, like, mm-hmm. I can't give away, I can't Don't give you too anything. much of the plot just because it gives a lot away, book. if you yeah. just say one sentence. So lighthouse keeper i'll just give you nouns mm-hmm. um but anyway it's set in australia and they kind of talk about the wildlife there's a child in the book and they kind of go on a nature walk and they see a quokka so it's just a really cute small marsupial it's about the size of a domestic house cat so i was telling my friends about this when we were together and then um i'm in a bible study that meets every week on mondays and so now the goal of every week for me and then another friend, Lindsay, is to get Quokka into the conversation somehow. So, like, it happened naturally, like, the first couple times. Like, there was maybe an off week, but it just happened kind of naturally. And then we decided that um, they're slightly endangered so that we would do a walk for Quokka and there'd be t-shirts and we'd raise money. A Quokka walk. Yeah. Walk for Quokka. Hashtag yeah. walk for Quokka. They're walking for mm-hmm. Quokka. Um... Good luck. Make with it that. happen, guys. Let's save the quackas. Anyway, a couple weeks ago, I did a, I did a thing like somebody we were talking about someone and like, oh, how would you cope? And I asked someone, oh, would you get a pet? And then she said no, she didn't want a pet. But then I was like, Lindsay, you know which pet I would recommend. <laughs> Does everyone else like, in your group just stare at you and with quirked eyebrows <laughs> and like, what is happening? I, I don't know where I'm it. looking. I feel like they just accept it. I don't remember. I feel like they kind of know me well enough by now. I've been there for like two years. Mm-hmm. To, to just kind of expect the randomness to come out of me. It's not that sure. awkward to say, would you get a pet? No. But, the but then to be like, oh, we get a quagga. And everyone's just like, what on <laughs> earth is a quagga? Well, everyone knows what it is now because we brought it up like eight times. <laughs> Now showing the All My Movies podcast. Please silence your cell phones and enjoy the show. Hello? Hello. Hello. How are you today? Good. How are you? Yeah, I'm good too. Um. This is the All My Movies podcast. <laughs> and I'm Erin. And I'm Mary. And uh, we're here to talk about Sandra Bullock and all of her movies. And today we are doing two weeks notice from the year 2002. Oh, that's fun. Lots of twos for two weeks notice. 2002? Two weeks notice. And on December 20th. I wish it was. I mean, that's pretty good. That is good. Interesting December release. I would not have thought of this. No, it doesn't really look very December-y. No, there's no snow in this movie. No snow. And it's not like huge action movie. And it's not... Uh, bring your whole family movie. So it's very yes. Well, wait until I tell you what else came out around this time, and oh, okay. then and then we'll we'll learn a bit. But that's coming up later. Teaser. Stay ah. tuned. 
So two weeks notice, it's got our girl Sandy and uh, the Englishman Hugh Grant is in this. And it's, you know, it's your typical romantic comedy. I remember, I think my first watchings of this movie, it was me and Katie, and we would do our homework together after school, in high school. Obviously, yeah. And, um, so yeah, we, like, there was a card table set up in the middle of our living room, and we would watch Two Weeks Notice, and then, um, When Calls the Heart? No, not When Calls the Heart. That Jeanette no, Oak, that just- Love Comes Softly? Uh. Anyway, we would watch Two Weeks Notice and then another movie because they were, like, on VHS and we would just, like, play them and do our homework. So I watched this, like, multiple times in a week and then my dad told me that I couldn't watch it anymore after a couple of watches. Carl, bring down the hammer! <laughs> yeah. So that's what I remember about this movie. My father did not appreciate its language and innuendo. There is a lot. For I mean, his high school daughter. Yeah. But nothing, like... Seriously super bad. No, I mean, we're not talking the heat right now. No, we are not. Or Demolition Man for that matter. Oh, yeah, or that. We're just going to play the trailer for you. An eccentric billionaire boss. Congratulations on the baby. What baby? Maybe you should check with me before you talk. What baby? Who's driving her to the edge. Hello? I just felt like it would have a chitter chat. You are pathetic. This holiday season, the only way to get noticed... I'm not here to pick out a wife or to pick out your clothes. Oh, sorry. ...is to give notice. Consider this my two weeks' notice. You're serious? Should I stay or should I go? You owe me three more years or I can stop you working anywhere else. Just this morning, the attorney who was planning to quit reconsidered. What did Mr. Wade call? Mr. Wade never called. When? Maybe an hour ago. All right, Mayor. Twitter summary. Okay, we've got Sandy protests rich developers. Hugh is a rich developer. He hires her with promise, which of course he breaks. Love it, first wrecking ball. So I like this movie. I thought it was funny. Um, it is a little bit obviously predictable. And yeah. I don't know if I love the ending, which we'll talk about at the ending. But it's just um, for, for some reasons. But... Um, it was cute. It was funny. Like, she's really funny in it. Like, I think she, this plays very much to her strength of being kind of the quirky, different girl. Um, yeah. She wears a lot of weird sweaters, <laughs> mm-hmm. more like cardigan, large wool type things of varying disgusting colors, like brown and orange. Yeah. That that yeah. cardigan. That was something. Yeah. Uh, I'm to, oh, or there's a lot of Chinese food. <laughs> mm-hmm. Lonely. I mean, what do you, I mean... Wait, this is something I think we need to discuss, is the Is She Lonely? We haven't um, talked about this in a while. Right, because I don't know... In, in The Demolition I, I think, Man, she was maybe lonely, as in, like, she was the only one who liked 20th century right, history right. things. But she had friends and everything. Right, and she had seemingly good co-workers, so... Yeah, and then in, in The Blind Side, obviously she was married, not lonely, but... Right. Um, I feel like kind of ish lonely. Like her friend Meryl. I wish we would have seen more of Meryl. I know. I put that comment because yeah. like one, Heather Burns is really funny as like the so kind of kooky best friend character. Yes. Which we will see her again, friends, <laughs> in Miss Congenialities one and two. It's Miss Rhode Island. Whoa. When was Miss Congeniality made again? 2000? Before this. Yeah. Oh, okay. So we yeah, see her again. Before. People knew. People knew all about her. I wonder if in real life, if Heather and Sandy are friends. I would, yes, yeah. You sure. never see them together, together. But then again, no one's really paparazzi in Heather Burns. No, <laughs> no, I don't think so. Um, so we can do the box office now. Okay. So this came out in December twentieth, two 
2002. Budget? Budget guess. Anybody? 40 million. Guess the budget? Up. What? 50 million. 60 million? How much does you cost? 60 million dollars. Uh. Um, and so it had a weekend gross of 14 million. Mm. It debuted at number two. Ooh, who was number one? Take a guess. Okay, 2002. Is it Lord of the Rings? Yes, it's two towers. It Yay! is two towers. I was gonna say it's like we've already talked about it while we've been talking. Today, <laughs> so, yes, I um, remember I saw this one in theaters, and that song at the end is like right? super creepy, but so good. So and Gollum, so good. <gasps> I Gollum gives me nightmares, and I just I just do not like Gollum. And then when we were in college, one of our friends Jake like did a really solid Gollum. Oh. And he would do it a lot, and it was just very creepy, and I didn't super love it. But um, it's so good. It's so good. And I get so mad at all my coworkers who, thinks it's, who think it's stupid. And they're like, ugh, just a bunch of little people walking. I was watching it, and I walked away. And they come back, and they're still walking. And I'm like, mm. Middle Earth is a big place. Yeah. And then I had, exp- and then they got confused about the Middle Earth, and I'm just like, I. So good. Maybe our next group of podcasts should just be about Lord of the Rings. Like we should just like watch all the six six movies. Oh my goodness, yes. And then talk about Aragorn's hair again. Okay, there was uh, a few other movies came out that weekend. What Gangs of New York mm-hmm. with Leo right. Oscar winner. You can say that now. He's an Oscar winner. He but earned he it. Didn't win the Oscar for this one. Nope. For getting eaten by a bear. That's what he wanted for. Right. And like saying no words. So that was <laughs> at four. And then three, the third movie um, wasn't a new movie. Uh, made in Manhattan. Oh, with J-Lo. Uh, with J-Lo. And so it, I feel like with two weeks notice and made in Manhattan, like kind of similar working for the person. I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. there's a rich person and there's a poor person. And the rich right. person is the guy and the poor person is the woman. Who work for him. Right. But well, it's a little, in I Sandy's mean, case, I don't know if she's poor necessarily. Uh, she's totally, like, middle class, like, but kind of raised up I to be a I think she lives with her parents. Did you not see what she was wearing at the beginning of the movie? I don't... And then... Because she right. was like, I don't care about money. Like, I don't think... I think they're... And then plus her... The apartment that they were in were like... Oh, yes. I can walk across this whole apartment in six seconds. One. <laughs> so funny. I don't... I don't believe this. That's what this is. Yeah, that was... Okay, funny. you're right. So, yeah. not really yeah. even working middle class, like no. But she's doing it for a cause. Like I think she's yeah. choosing to. She has not. ideals, right? Where Jennifer Lawrence, Jennifer Lawrence, where Whoa. Jennifer Lopez just kind of wanted to try on a pretty outfit. But I actually haven't seen Made in Manhattan. <laughs> Get out! It's with Voldemort. No, Voldemort's in it. Not Voldemort's brother. It's Voldemort. I know. I can never watch that again. Did you hear we're supposed to drop the tea? Yes, I did see that. Voldemort. I don't know if I can do it. Voldemort? Voldemort. I don't know. So this was... Um, 2002. She'd already done... What's that now? 2002. I'm just reminding everyone two, of the year. Two, 2002. So she had already done... The the most recent things that she had done would have been Divine Secrets of the Yaya yeah Sisterhood mm. and Murder by Numbers mm. is, uh, is what she did. And then Two Weeks Notice. So the, all those three things, I believe, were in 2002. And she then she did busy. some George Lopez episodes. Oh, yes. Because I think she became a producer. Yeah, I think she per- started that. Like, she was a producer from yeah. the get-go. 
Yeah, so she was a few episodes of that um, from 2002 to 2004. Mm-hmm. And then the next thing she did was Crash in 2004. Mm. So, which is the, like another like serious, heavy drama kind of thing. Yeah. So, um, so that's uh, her career. I looked up Hugh Grant as well. Ooh, yes. So he started, I mean, he'd been do- making stuff for a long time. But then it was in um, 94 where he got his breakthrough with Four Weddings and a Funeral. Haven't seen Haven't that. Haven't seen it, nope. And then, um, and then a bunch of other stuff. Like he did about a boy, and he did about a boy in O two, which is the same year as this. Okay. And then, and then uh, love actually in O three, ah. and as all things do, everything leads back to Harry Potter. Yes, because so many people in love actually are in Harry Potter. Right. No. Um, he was originally cast as Gilderoy Lockhart. Get out. Mind explosion. Oh, right? could have been And great. then had a back out due to scheduling conflicts. I'm kind of okay with it because I don't think I'd want a Gilderoy who stutters. <laughs> no. Yeah. No. I'm totally. Oh, Kenneth. Uh, how do you say? Branagh? Branagh. Kenneth like Branagh. So much better. Oh, yeah. 100%. He's my Lockhart. But isn't yeah. that interesting? That is super interesting. And then another fun thing that we like, Doctor Who. He played the doctor in a comic relief episode in 1999 with, like, a bunch of other people, like, with Mr. Oh. Bean, and I forget, a bunch of other people, but. When was music and lyrics? That's a little bit later. I think that's later, because that's with Drew Barrymore. Yeah, I like that one. Um, and then just one other, like, interesting point about this movie. So this movie takes place in New York, mm-hmm. and for filming and, like, tax break budget things they were going to film it in toronto yeah and sandy stood up and she said no if this is going to be a movie about new york we are filming it in new york and so they did it and this was right after september 11th and so and so she said like that helped like revitalize the economy again and get things going and then all the shopkeepers and people because obviously filming brings in a lot of money right a big crew like that they took you know whatever it was like 17 weeks or something because they did some big like, they were on the streets. Like, you could tell. Yeah. It was real. Yeah. Yeah, they were out on Coney Island and stuff. And so, December 11th, 2002, the mayor uh, named that two weeks notice day as a thank you to Sandra Aww. and the crew. Isn't that sweet? Yeah. Yeah. So, anyways, that's just a fun fact. Good for you, Sandy. Because she cares. Yeah. She loves people and wants to help people. And so, I just, I'm so proud of her. hmm Good for you. I wish more people would stand up for stuff like that. That's probably it's like why with M&M. That's true. That's probably that is 100 probably true. It's like it's just like when Eminem. Did you know that he was cast in as the lead in Elysium uh, instead I, of Matt Damon? No, I've never heard of this movie. Oh, it's like super weird, and it's like the future, and or no, maybe um, I have heard of everyone, it. I didn't see it though. People like the rich people live in a space station, okay. and the poor people live. Um, yeah. The ground and everyone's poor and it's terrible and everything's dusty. Um, and but anyway, so Eminem he was cast as the lead in it, which I think he probably would have done like a super good job with it. Um, but he insisted that it be filmed in Detroit to like help bring back oh, the economy. Yeah. And the filmmaker said no, and so he's like, "Well, fine, I'm out then." So Damon didn't demand it be set in Boston. <laughs> he did not. No, okay. I know. Strangely enough. Hmm. But anyways, fun facts, guys. Fun facts. Fun facts. All right, good friends. Two weeks notice. We're diving in. Open on. Wrecking ball. Yeah, Sandy is protesting. I think it's a Wade building um, with her friends, Meryl and Tom. 
And it's kind of cute because Meryl and Tom get engaged while they're laying on it's the so floor protesting on their yoga, on their yoga I mat. Just, I really felt for Sandy and just being like an occasional third continual wheel. third wheel. Yeah. She's like holding hands with Miss Rhode yes. Island. And then she's like making out with her boyfriend. And Sandy's just like sitting there as the wrecking laying ball. There, yeah. She's trying to stop this wrecking ball from tearing down mm-hmm. this beautiful old theater. Um. So that's funny. So that's how that's how we are introduced to Sandy. Her parents bail her out of jail. Yeah. Of course, she gets arrested. Um, and so then we first meet uh, George Wade, played by Hugh Grant, and he's at a big party, and there's lots of schmoozing going mm-hmm. on, and he's on the cover of GQ. And Women want his autograph. Be- yes, he's very popular with the ladies. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then his chauffeur is that what we think that guy is? Yeah. Bodyguard. So that sounds right. Ish. Tony or something? Yeah. Sure. I don't actually Tony. I have no idea what his name is. <laughs> don't quote Let's call him Tony. That's fine. No one cares. His mother cares. His mother. Tony's mother cares so much. I feel so bad for him. Yeah. For poor Tony. So Tony comes over because that's totally his name mm-hmm. and says that he needs to go see his big brother, Howard. Yes. Who is you? Clearly, I think like the boss, basically, and then Hugh is just kind of the face of the company. Totally, yep. Because Howard is um, older than Hugh, and like he's got a gut, <laughs> and, <laughs> and yep. Hugh Grant is Hugh Grant. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. That's pretty much how it's up. Yep. So Hugh goes over to Howard's, and where Howard basically says, "You need a new lawyer." Like, all the ones that you've hired have been, like, basically just bimbos, Mm -hmm. and they're from, like, crappy law schools. He's like, you need to find someone from Harvard, from Yale, who has experience, who's going to do this job well, and not just sleep with you in the first week or something like that. He has funny lines about, like, why don't you just hire a man? And Hugh Grant's like, don't be absurd, or stuff like that. Yeah, that would make you and dad too happy or something like that. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, there are, like, a lot of, like, funny little quips and lines in this movie, mm-hmm. which is, it's just funny. I feel like it would be very quotable. Yeah, but it's uh, it's really um, kind of, like, 30 Rock-esque in that it's not as fast as 30 Rock's pace. Yeah. But it's, uh-huh. they're quicker. Yeah, so very you quick, don't witty catch them dialogue. So then, Sandra, whose name is Lucy, once again, I can't say Lucy without going loose, <laughs> like Joe Fusco Jr. style. Well, loose. you know what? I think I read somewhere that while you were sleeping, did we talk about this? Was going to be set in New York? Like the writers. I think we did. Yes. Yeah. The writers yes, had it set in New York and then they switched it to Chicago. So like there's this very mm-hmm. New York Italian. Yeah. 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 Joe Fusco Joe Jr. Fusco. So it totally works. <laughs> Joe Jr. is still single. <laughs> Shocker. Ah. Uh. So, uh, the podcast Sandra, where we talk about all of Sandy's movies in one. <laughs> in one, all at the same time. Yes. All pretty much connected. Because yes. the other part, so she when she calls for Chinese food, she calls Mr. Wong's, which is the same name she calls in While You Were Sleeping. Because she says when she's pulling up the blue spruce and she's like, $45 for a tree and they don't deliver, you pay, you get $10 worth of chow mein from Mr. Wong's and they, <gasps> from Wong's and they bring it to your door. Oh my goodness! Same movie. Drop. Great. She just loves she because she loves while you were sleeping, mm-hmm. and she wants every movie she does to be while you were sleeping. Yes, I feel like Theory. a lot of movies she can't ask for help, <laughs> so I feel like a lot of them are oh, twenty eight yeah. days. Very true. Also very true. And she's lonely, and there no yeah. cat, animal, anything. No, not in this one. Uh, no, just a bobcat. <laughs> yeah. We'll get to that later. <laughs> uh, 
So anyway, so Sandra meets Hugh. She kind of accosts him outside of his office. Yeah, because she's protesting. She's like, hey, I want to talk to you. They're going to tear down my community center on Coney Island. Help me. (laughs) Yeah, because she was basically like, look, I know you want to build this condo here. I know people on the board out there. If you promise you won't tear down the community center i can assure you that they'll let you build your condo yeah so it was kind of like a swap like she's like do we have a deal and then he starts talking to her and then she he's like oh you're the lady who lays down in front of our wrecking balls and, where'd you go to school and, <laughs> yeah and basically all of a sudden this turns into a job offer he's basically like i need a chief legal counselor mm-hmm. will you do it i'll pay you two hundred and fifty thousand dollars yeah and um, but Sandra seems very much the idealist. She just does pro bono work. She is there to like help people mm-hmm. and to save her community and all that good stuff. So you know, it's, she's not she's not tempted. Um, uh, no. But then like he kind of throws at her like, listen, if you take this job, like you'll get a lot. You'll have a lot of power, and you can use that power and influence to invest in in things that you care about, like children's charities, yeah. and like you can throw that money around the way you see fit basically mm-hmm. and so that's why she uh she takes the job yeah she does think about it during a fun montage where they play like my favorite song where they'd pave paradise oh, yeah. to put up a parking lot that is your favorite bop, bop, song bop. in this movie <laughs> <laughs> okay not in my whole life Oh, all right. Sisters are doing it for themselves. Obviously, oh my gosh, I cannot tell you how many times that like (laughs) pops into my head, and I'm just like, sisters are doing it for themselves, and I just like randomly, and just, and I don't know any of the words. Standing on their own two feet. No, (laughs) but it's just like it's a constant loop sometimes of just that one line. Like, why? I think it's more fun to say it, like, as an aside, like, commenting on something. Like, if people are talking about women, like, doing yeah. anything. And I'm like, oh, sisters are doing it for themselves. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. So That's I just, I speak it. You speak it. It is sometimes, I do like speaking song lyrics. Mm-hmm. Since I can't clearly, as you all can attest to, cannot sing them. <laughs> Without turning into an odd Kristen Wiig amalgamation character. Yes. So. so Sandra takes the job, and we just kind of get kind of like a little glimpse of how it's going for her, where they do like yeah. little updates of like two weeks later, six months later, mm-hmm. and that's, these are funny little bits. Yes. So two weeks later, um, <laughs> Hugh has to decide which stationery to get, and he like holds it up, and she's like, oh, you're going to – you want me to tell you which of these like forest killing – Non-recyclable, non-recyclable products yeah. to keep that look exactly the same. Yeah. yeah. Um. And then she she like can't decide, and then she takes them and licks them because they're envelopes. And then she's like, mm-hmm. "Do this one; it tastes better." And he's like, oh, "I've asked thirty people this question, and none of them have given me this answer." And I'm like, "Seriously, dude? Thirty people on stationery? Like, yeah, granted, it's a, a big corporation, but why is he making that decision?" I don't know. That is a very good question. I suppose maybe he just is kind of hands on. Mm. Um, and then he like does say later like how he can't like he used to be able to make decisions but now like he once he realized that she's so good at stuff yeah then he just kind of relies on her to make all of his all decisions the time for him. because then the next time we see them it's six months later and they're laying on a mattress and she's just like laying there and he's like oh this is quite nice but it's you know it's nice and firm but is it too firm and then she rattles off something about the spine mm-hmm. and then he just starts like flapping around yeah it's so funny i good 
what is this called? Physical comedy. Yes. There's a lot of that in this. She's kind of klutzy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, one thing, I've been watching Psych recently, so... Oh, so funny. Um, Sandy's character in this movie kind of reminds me of Gus, because just knowing everything. Like, she had all those Gus. facts about yes, the mattresses. Yes, she does know a lot. And what chiropractors are saying and how firm your mattress should be. She's a total Gus. She's totally a Gus. So then the next time we kind of see her, she's standing up. I just want to say, she's standing up at Tom and Meryl's wedding and wearing a very 28 days pink yes. bubblegum oh bridesmaid dress. it's all the dress. same movie. <laughs> Sandy, come on. But yeah, it was very, so, so pink. Yeah. So, so pink. This is only like four years later though, so dress styles probably haven't changed that much. I don't, I mean, Especially this one was a little bit better, but it wasn't as, as the 28 days. You couldn't see her slip in this one. So right. She's very put together in this movie. And of course, while she's up at the altar, midst the vows or beginning of the vows or t- whatever, mm-hmm. of course, her cell phone rings, which, why would she have it on her? I know. Let it go, Sandra. It's, Let it go. It's a wedding. You're the maid like, of honor. Granted, cell phones are new, but there's still, mm-hmm. you shut them off, you silence it. Yeah. Like, there's... They had those settings right away, didn't they? <laughs> yeah. Toast. I've just been like, put it. I mean, I didn't have the. Did you have your cell phone on you when Maggie got married? No, I don't know where it was. Right. Really. See, exactly. It's away. Yeah. Down in the church basement doing its thing. Like, oh. So anyways, so it rings and she looks at it and it was like emergency come ASAP. Yeah. And so, of course, she runs out of the church. And I'm just like, what? why don't you just be like, okay, I'll deal with this. The wedding, I mean, how long is this a wedding ceremony? Half hour. Like, yeah. And so she's like getting in a taxi and she's calling and she's like, why aren't you answering? Like, what's the matter? Did the paperwork not come through? Like, I don't know. Like, it just yeah. seemed a little Like, she knew of a silly. legit emergency. Yeah. And then it's really, like, she gets there and he's in his huge closet that's like automated. <laughs> he's like, I'm yeah. hosting whatever, whatever pageant in an hour and I don't have anything to wear. And she's like, are you kidding me? And then she just grabs, like, a jacket, a pants, a tie. Uh-huh. Yeah. I like how she basically said, I'm quitting, but then still was, like, finding him an outfit. Yeah. And, um, and then, well, because then she was like, did you not get my list of emergency memos yep. of, like, what constitute as an emergency? Are you bleeding from the head? Are you dead? No, you're not dead. You're alive. This is not an emergency. Yeah. And then he was like, well, why do you have your phone on you? You know, mm-hmm. you it's because you crave this now. Like, you like being needed and in charge, and you want drama. And that's when he tells her that how much he depends on her. Yeah. So she goes and tries to get jobs at different places, and then she realizes mm-hmm. that Hugh has called all of them and yeah. said, like, like she, is, she is essential mm-hmm. for my company and, like, how I run this, my business, yeah. and I can't let her be hired by you. Yeah. So she's kind of out of luck, and then yep. her contract is ironclad. Yep, because she can't get it. out of it because she wrote and it. And her parents are lawyers, yeah. or like a lawyer and a law teacher. I think he, and here her yeah, dad reads it, right. and, she's, and he's like, "This is really good. It's really." Funny. I'm so proud of yeah. you. It's like I know, but I need to get out of it. <clears throat> um, so then they come to the great. She has the great plan of she should just get try to get fired. Yes, then. her dad. It was like a side comment from her dad. Oh yeah. Yeah, unless they fire you, you're stuck or mm-hmm. something like that. So she comes to work late and, like, really obnoxiously chewing gum, which I just found out while we were getting ready for the show while Mary was eating her Cool Ranch Doritos yeah. on the microphone that I really cannot stand the sound of people eating, I guess. And so I was very offended by Mary's Cool Ranch Doritos and equally offended by Sandra's gum chewing in this. Oh. I just couldn't quite 
Good mouth sound. Good to know, Sandy, and I have offended you to the same amount. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, so she's chewing gum, and she's kind of, like, sloppily dressed, and she spits the gum on the bot on Howard. And she was late for a meeting. So late. And uh, so Hugh pulls her aside and is like, seriously, like, that's great. Spit on the boss. That's a great way to, that's a great plan that you have there. And she's, you know, she has a great line about, like, you know, this was the first time that I didn't give 100%, and I hated it. Yeah. You know, so please don't make me do this. Like, just let's work something out. And so he's like, well, okay, well, we'll, we'll, um, well, you'll help me find your replacement, basically. Mm-hmm. And so they have a little moment where they hug. And I feel like you can see maybe something in Sandra of, like, maybe she's, like, kind of sad, I guess, maybe, that he's going to let her go. I know. What are your thoughts about that moment? Yeah, I always just get distracted by what happens after it, where she bends <sighs> down and her hair gets caught in, in the belt. And then her yeah. the brother comes in, and they're caught in this interesting <laughs> stance. Yeah, interesting position. But the way that they cover <clears throat> for it is really yeah. funny. So you'll have to watch it and, and watch it. But um, it is less silly. Yeah. So I guess I, I never really... I don't think she's still technically with Anne. But you're right. It, it, there is a linger. Yeah. I think there's a linger of just kind of like, oh, you know, you've been... Because I think we figured out she's been with him for about a year. Right. And so... And she's spending, like, all... Basically all of her time when she's not sleeping with this man. Yeah. Even when she's sleeping. Oh, because he calls yeah, her in see, the middle of yeah. the night. You're right. So... And that's what she says. She's like, even when you don't, I'm... When you don't call me, like, I dream that you're going to call me. Mm-hmm. You know I don't know I mean? if so. I've washed my hair, so I wash it again. <laughs> oh, yeah. I have an ulcer, and I'm spending so much money on shampoo. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was really funny. All of her reasons why she needs to yeah. quit. So this is they decide that they're going to find a new replacement. Mm-hmm. So the interview process is going along. And Sandy is emotionally stapling because Ansel, her boyfriend, has broken up with her like via phone. I don't think they've seen each other for forever because he's saving right. the whales. He's like an environmental lawyer, yes. I feel like, is what we learned. <laughs> His actual title, <laughs> not <Yeah>. whale saver. <laughs> right. So she's distraught, and then Hugh cancels his, like, charity event that evening, the tennis thing, mm-hmm. and says, um, I think somehow, like, Sandy brought up that she wasn't comfortable on boats, so Hugh oh, takes yeah. her to his little yacht. I mean, li- never mind. Little yacht. To his yacht. Yeah. To his giant, beautiful yes. yacht. And, of course, where she immediately starts drinking yeah. copious amounts of liquor, wine, and is very tipsy. So I love tipsy. her outfit. She's like wearing like a yellow rain jacket with like this light yeah. vest over top of it. When they're clearly like docked. Totally. Like I feel like they're not out. I don't know. But she's super so drunk she's, and she almost falls over the side. So she, glad it's so she funny. Like it. when he's he's talking to her and she's just like leaning over the back of the boat. Uh-huh. And then he just <laughs> and he's like, no, no, come back. back, come back, come back. Yep. So I feel like they do have like an interesting, like a good relationship. I don't know. Mm-hmm. But this is where you kind of see like. Totally, Hugh cares for her and, like, yes. tries to be with her while she's grieving her relationship ending. Yeah. Um, but she doesn't quite see it. Like, she's right. still... Right. And uh, so there's just, just a lot of funny little scenes and jokes. and Yes. And then she compares herself to a bobcat and a twisty pretzel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and uh, so it's funny. And she... And I'm wondering, do you think during that... Do you think she's ad-libbing at all? Or do you think... Because I feel like that is, like, the most ridiculous thing to write, but maybe not. I don't know. I've never heard of Sandy improv much. Oh, so I could yeah, see I it know. being all scripted. Mm-hmm. But then again, 
if you're just plain drunk, I think you could get away with anything. Right. Just whatever cup yeah. to the top of her head. So, anyways, interesting. So, anyways, they end up, she kisses him. And I think he's very, like, startled by mm-hmm. it. And obviously knows that she's drunk. And then, like, she immediately passes yeah. out then. <laughs> and he's just, like, trying to hold her up. And she's like, uh, yep. uh. And so they take her back to her apartment. Him and Tony. And, and him and Tony. Tony's his name. Tony, take her back. And he's really funny. And she's like, he lays her on the couch. And she's like, should we change her clothes? And Tony's like, no. <laughs> she's fine. Yeah. Uh, so that's funny. And, um, and then... And then they kind of have a nice little, like, afterwards, Sandra's like, nothing happened, right? And he's like, no, of course not. Nothing happened. Like, just rest. Well, it's fine. Yeah. Um, and then they get, uh, and they meet another interview candidate, mm-hmm. June, mm-hmm. who I wrote, ew, next to her name. I can vouch for this. She's, it's there. She's very ew. Mm-hmm. Um, but she went to Harvard, and, and um, she had asked for an interview, but Sandra didn't think that she had enough property law whatever law experience and then june's like well neither did you and look where you are and she was like oh (laughs) but ah and so june was like quoting this magazine article that um that hugh had been cited in Mm -hmm. but really it had sandra was who said the quote when they first met and so there's like a little bit of nostalgia there and then hugh walks in and then um june is very taken with him i think Mm -hmm. and he is her. She's a very pretty young girl. And um, so Sandra has to go to a meeting and gets out of there and knocks into a plan and yes. says to fire the ficus. It's funny. I like – so that – is it Norman? Is his assistant? Yeah. I think he's funny. He's funny, too. Yeah. Uh, and so then they go to a, like, a charity tennis – or maybe it was a corporate tennis. Oh, it must be corporate. A corporate uh, outing, luncheon. Yes. Where they're playing tennis and there's, like, a barbecue and things like that. And so, of course, they play mixed doubles. And so it's Sandra Norman versus uh, June and Hugh. Hugh. Which do you think is odd that it's like a company retreat and June, who is kind of hired, is there? Um, I mean. At that point, I'm pretty sure she's hired, isn't she? Yeah. Because Hugh does walk, like, literally he says, you you have the job or something. Yeah. And Sandra's like, no, I think we should do a formal interview. But. I think she's got it. Okay. Still, I just think it's funny. After that one day, the first day. Yeah. But, yeah. yeah, you're right. But, like, the new person who probably hasn't even started. <laughs> yeah. It goes to the... She just filled out no paperwork. Yeah. She hasn't talked with HR. <laughs> but when Hugh, I guess, when the boss says, come on, mm-hmm. you know, say no. So they play tennis, and, of course, they're, Sandra and June are battling it out. Yes. A little bridesmaid style, Kristen Wiig style. And, of course, Sandra ends up getting hit in the head. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's one of my, out. like... The parts I remember is, like, they test her for a concussion, and it's like, oh, name yeah. all the Supreme Court justices, and she, like, rattles them off, and yeah. she is like, am I right? And he was like, how should I know? <laughs> <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> yeah, that is really, really funny. Uh, and so she's watching them, and she's, like, eating some a chili dog, and she's, um, and, because we learned that she's a stress eater. Yeah. She, like, she, when she's stressed, she eats. Is, is she an eater like this in other movies? I kind of uh, took a note on this because her eating style is very similar. Um, she orders so much Chinese Yeah, food. it's very similar to How Gilmore Girls. Whereas, like, it's yes, skinny it's girls who that. who look like they're eating all the time, all the bad things. Uh-huh. But, like, yeah. off camera, they're not. Um, right, exactly. Yeah, she's bad. So, yeah, I was just wondering if she had another character. I'm trying to think of her. I don't know. 
I don't not maybe so far. I feel like she not really. candy in twenty eight days. Yes, she did. I don't. I can't think of anything else at the moment. Mm-mm. Anywho. We'll be on the lookout, friends, for overeating on Sandy's part. Yeah. So Hugh and Sandy are driving back yep. from the event. And then Sandy's not looking so good. She's having a little tummy mm-hmm. trouble. Squirming a little bit. Squirming. That was that was a funny scene. Mm-hmm. Like, because he was just funny with her. She's like, I'm not going to go in the car. Like, y'all always, because he tells her to just go. And she's like, no, then I'll always be the girl that went in the Volvo. And he was like, I'll buy you a new Volvo. <laughs> you know? So that was really yeah. funny. And so they get stuck in traffic. He's like, we'll be in the city in 20 minutes. And she's like, I don't have 20 seconds. And so they spy an RV ahead. So they get out of her car. And then he, like, picks her up and carries her mm-hmm. to the oh, RV. Oh, yeah, because she runs into, another, like, a parked vehicle and oh, sprains yeah, yeah. her ankle. Yeah, yeah. And, and so, so, he so has like, to she has a newspaper. And she's, like, car- covering her bottom. Because she's in her little cute little tennis outfit. Yeah. And so, like, that's ridiculous. And then, so she... Anyways, whatever. She does what she needs. So she goes into the bathroom of the RV, and then there's two, like, guys in a truck, like, staring at her through the window, because obviously there's a window in the mm-hmm. back. And then I read someplace that one of the guys is her brother-in-law. Oh, you're kidding. Prado? Mm-hmm. Or something with yeah. a... Prado... I forget his last name. Raymond? <laughs> Those are not anywhere the same name. What? What do you say? What? Like the last name is Raymond? No, his first no. name's like Raymond Prado or something like that. Oh, Prado. You just said it backwards. Yeah, I did. Okay. <laughs> Confused. Anyway, so that's yeah. funny. And so, um, obviously, traffic, of course, starts flowing, mm. and uh, they let their car have to be abandoned. And yeah, um, yeah. So the RV drops them off in a parking lot. <laughs> someplace in a strip mall mm-hmm. it's funny he's like oh you get her nails yeah. done and you want a hollywood tan <laughs> yeah he is just funny like he's funny yeah and so uh, he's like oh i'll just call us a ride and so what shows up helicopter that's right so they kind of have like a romantic little helicopter ride totally yeah and they talk about architecture mm-hmm. and how kind of like- you know he's got all this power yeah a very deep conversation and very it reminded me of spider-man because um sandy's like all you have to do is use the power for good instead of evil and i was like yeah or be spider-man is where my brain went (laughs) with great power comes great responsibility totally uncle ben thank you so it's just a very like it's a kind of a serious moment and like you kind of see how like very different views maybe politically and business-wise yeah but some things are the same. Like, they love New York City and the history of it and the buildings mm-hmm. of it. and Yeah. And I think it really just shows how much she believes in him. You know what I mean? Yeah. That he can be a good guy and he can do the right thing. Mm-hmm. Um, so, yeah. So, it is a good it's a good little scene. Um, but then, of course, da, 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 drama. We find out that we go back over to Howard's and we find out that things aren't going so well the economy's yeah. not going great and that they they have to make money on this condo deal and the only way to do it for some reason about building things <laughs> is to knock down the community center yeah. which is what hugh promised he would never do mm-hmm. so um, not looking good this, not looking good and it's the same night as the children's society for the people fundraiser yes children's hospital league i don't even know sure that sounds good um i really enjoy the theme of that party it was like what do you think it was circus yeah 
definitely so, like, everyone's circus. wearing my formal black tie, but like one thing about yeah. them is kind of circusy. So she was there with June. Ew. And um, Sandy, because uh, he asked her there, and so mm-hmm. Sandy was kind of mad that he didn't ask her, and so she just went alone, and she didn't want to be a third wheel. And so, of course, she shows up, and she looks gorgeous. Yes. She's beautiful. Her dress. And uh, Hugh is just stunned. He's spe- Like, I feel like that's the one time that he's, like, absolutely speechless. And so they're there at the party, and then June, ew, um, comes over and then, like, drops the bomb about how, like, the community center is getting demolished. Mm-hmm. And Hugh hadn't had a chance to tell Sandy that yet. So she is not happy. Mm-hmm. And they have a fight, and... Um, she basically tells him, like, how disappointed she is. Yeah, like, I thought you could be better. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, you always you always thought that you were second rate, and I never believed that until right now. Mm-hmm. So she storms off, um, and then, but then she goes back to the hotel, which is where Hugh lives. Don't worry, guys. He owns yep. it. And, of course, he's there with June. Mm-hmm. Ew. <laughs> and, uh... Kind of an awkward elevator ride where they start making out with this old couple in the yeah, elevator. This is before them. Sandy gets there. Aaron's jumping around. Yeah, before I'm sorry. It's fine. It's fine. I'm just letting people know where you are. Letting people know. Okay. Sorry. 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 So they go up to the elevator. They go up to his like beautiful apartment, and he um, <laughs> he has a chess set out because him and Tony play chess all the yeah. time. And he was like, "Oh, do you want to play chess?" And she says something like, "Oh, you know, it's more fun than chess." <laughs> And he, like, stops for a second, and he goes, Pokemon? <laughs> like, I mean, like, why on earth? Why would he say that? I have like, no that idea. Hilariously ridiculous. Mm-hmm. But June's so answer is strip chess, guys. It's uh, not Pokemon. Yes. Yikes. And that is where Sandra finds them. Mm-hmm. In uh, differing and states she, of undress. Yeah. She's oh. like, nice slip. Yeah. Uh, so, obviously, she feels very awkward, and then, you know... Uh, basically flees the scene. Mm-hmm. And then the next time we really see her is at her goodbye party. Her two weeks are up. Yep. She goes and people are saying goodbye to her and she's packing up her box and uh, June comes over and, you know, oh, thank you so much for all you've done. Da, 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 da. Mm-hmm. And then, like, tries to take her stapler. She's like, mm, actually, the stapler belongs to the company. And Sandra's yeah. like, um, what? <laughs> <laughs> well, she's emotionally attached to the stapler. I mentioned it earlier, so you would pick up on the oh, emotion. That's right. um, yes. So, yeah, she just wants to keep the stapler, but um, June is not going to let her take it. And I feel like it kind of represents Hugh in this situation, and they go into an 100%. all-out cat fight. And yeah. Hugh well, be- steps in, and he's like, oh, what we're missing is the mud. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's really funny. And then, um, so, like, Hugh is, like, dragging Sandra mm-hmm. away from and her. And Norman's. And then while Sandra's going through the door, she, like, makes slashing motions yeah. and saying, like, you're dead. <laughs> So it's a stapler, guys. And it's not even like a yeah. red swing line. It's like a really old, no, heavy-duty one. It's, just, it's what the stapler represents. I know, I know. So then he, her and Hugh have a little chat. Well, she's not he, listening. She, Her thing is like, I can't, you did this. You're like, still tearing down the community center? You stabbed me in the back. <laughs> yeah. And then, so then he starts telling her, it's like, well, no wonder all those boyfriends left you. Because you are so demanding, you are too perfect. You're a saint. Saints are boring. No one wants to be with you. That's because you you have you expect too much. Mm-hmm. Basically, how can anyone live up to that? That does not make her feel very nice. No. Um. 
so then so she, obviously she's done she quits she goes and works at legal aid which is just kind of like a lawyer help shop yep um and moves back in with her parents i believe and mm-hmm. um and the next time it's it's demolition day they're getting ready to tear down the beautiful community center yep. and um her dad is trying to talk her to go to go protest and she's like nope he's not gonna change and it's you know i've tried it's what it is what yeah. it is and um, I think really it's she didn't want to see him again. I think so too. Like, I think she just wanted to be done yeah. with it. Yeah. She lost, whatever, moving on. And so then we see Hugh get up to go give a speech because he's like the poster boy for the company. Mm-hmm. And and so we see him get up there and then cut to Sandra at Legal Aid helping somebody. And then in walks Hugh. Mm-hmm. And he's like, here, I'm going to, like, I want you to read my speech. And he like tries to hand mm-hmm. it to her and she doesn't take it. And then he just like starts reading it. Um, and she is kind of forced to listen to it. Yeah. And it's very, yeah. it's very touching. And like the lady she was helping and then her coworker kind of start tearing up a little bit. Yeah. It was very sweet. Like, yeah. Basically saying, um, we were supposed to demolish it, but I made a promise and I'm going to keep that uh-huh. promise to save the yeah. community center. Um, mm-hmm. because I'm in love. Is that, does he say that? I don't think he says that. Does he say he's in love in the speech? Doesn't he? Oh, well, she, oh, no, I don't think so, because I think she's, he says, like, she's the voice in my head. I, but because it wasn't until later when she runs after him, then he says that he loves her. Okay. It kind of, yeah. the speech implies love. <laughs> yes, it does, sorry, yes, it definitely implies. It, love is implied. <laughs> she basically shuts him down, ignores him, I have to get back yep. to work, he leaves, and then she sits down, and she's like, that really was a very nice speech. Mm-hmm. And then they're like, I don't know what you're still doing here. Yeah. And so then she runs after him and hugs him and then basically says, I can change. Like, I won't be so demanding. Like, we can make this work. And uh, and then he says that he loves her and she loves him. And then she's like, as long as I don't have to work for you, we're fine. Yeah. And he's like, well, I don't have a job anymore. I resign, mm-hmm. basically. Um. Okay, so here's my problem. Okay, let's hear it. I just okay i don't know if they had great romantic chemistry and i just i don't know i could kind of like i kind of see what you're saying though because with the kiss it just seemed super long and awkward it's like it it seemed very forced i guess like in my mind like i just felt like it just like the whole movie like it was them like being such good friends you know what I mean? Like, right. he knew that she doesn't like beets, so he takes the beets off of her salad, like, without even asking, and she takes this off of his, and he puts his, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? And so, like, they had a great, like, connection and a great, I mean, friendship, or they knew each other, you know what I mean? Like, they knew each other very well. Yeah. Um, and they could predict what the other one was going to do. But I guess I just don't feel like that necessarily equals romantic love. Like, in my, you know what I mean? Like, I feel like there was no other signs throughout the whole movie about like romantic love you know obviously they hugged and she was getting jealous of the other girl but i feel like that could also just be construed as this girl was going to take her spot and then obviously was just going to go have sex with him which she just wasn't which he did not very important to note him and ew june did not have sex he says yes did not sleep together i don't know i just feel like it could have ended more platonically i don't know like yeah because i mean at the beginning she's very much like i'm not gonna sleep with you and he's like no i'm offering you a job and she's like oh never mind that um, that sounds worse (laughs) like yeah i'd rather have the sex and so like i just and obviously he's very charming and she's very sweet but it's just like i don't know i guess i guess that just bothered me 
Like, I just, I just, I, and I also just don't know how they're going to go forward from here. Obviously, he doesn't have a job anymore, but he still has a lot of money because he's like, well, we'll have to maybe share a helicopter with another family yeah. or something like that. But I, like, what are they going to do? What's he going to do? What, I don't know. Like, I just feel like they're still so different. And obviously, yes, he saved the community center. Yeah. But he's still going to need her to make all of his decisions for him. Like, I feel like that's not going to change. Right. I just, I just feel like this is not going to be a healthy relationship. <laughs> I don't see it lasting. I just feel like I would have been more happy if they would have just been coworkers or something and they would have maybe gone and started their own little architecture legal thing. I don't know. I just... I didn't have the same issues. Like, I believed okay. it. Like, like, the kiss was, like, when I was... Um, I kind of watched the movie in two parts. I watched, like, the last half hour mm-hmm. <laughs> right before the podcast. Um, so that's where the kiss is. And it it did seem long, but at the same time, they'd been, um, they'd been friends and, like, getting to know each other for a year. So maybe there was mm-hmm. just, like, the time they were just in I love. Guess. I don't know. I, don't, I, 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 <laughs> I, I wasn't buying it. I don't know. I just think... I would, I would I guess I would have rather have it ended differently. But you know what? Uh, what is in this movie that I 100% am on board mm-hmm. with? Sandra's sweaters. <laughs> Can we talk about her wool sweaters, please, in Mary's fashion moment? Yes. All right, friends. Fashion moment. So I believe the wool sweater we're talking about, I think it's – I'm rethinking this. I think it's just kind of like her house coat. Because yes, she doesn't wear it to work. At work, she's wearing, no. like, you see no, the no. same shirt that or shirt blouse that she was wearing, but then uh-huh. it's a different cardigan. So I think that was her house coat. But it was, like, totally, like, Still 70s terrible. carpet house coat. Oh, yeah, it was, it so was gross. terrible. Like, it looked like she skinned a Muppet. Variegated orange and yellow. Oh, my goodness. That, don't never say skinned a Muppet again. That's so <laughs> offensive. <laughs> Just a Muppet. <laughs> um, some other style at the beginning when she's, like, the protester hippie chick. Yeah. Um, a lot of zip-up sweatshirts and maxi skirts. Mm-hmm. Would you call that a bohemian yeah. style, or what do you call that? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She was free-flowing, yeah. hippie chick, granola. Uh, and then <laughs> uh, at, when she starts working at Wade, she switches, like, instantly. But she also switches yeah. to a business professional. So, like, mm-hmm. pencil skirts, some heels, blouses, jackets. But I feel like jackets. it's not... It's not as severe as, like, Sandra in The Proposal. You know this what I mean? Like, true. she still it's looks little... pretty low-key. It's not super fancy. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Hugh rocks some cool tennis shirts throughout this thing. Yes, and some short shorts. Yes. Not short shorts, but, like, tennis, tennis shorts. shorts. Yes. Um, oh, my goodness. And then, can we talk about Hugh's hair? <laughs> sure. It's so good. I forget which Very scene floppy. it was. I just wrote it down, and I didn't write down the scene. I was just like, Hugh, really good tousled hair. <laughs> like, it was just <laughs> really funny. good in one yeah. scene. I think it's towards the end. I think it's when he's reading that speech, and I'm like, oh. Sure. I wasn't getting lost in his eyes. I was getting lost in his hair. So. I get, I just, I don't know. He's not, like, my favorite person to look at. I Yeah, yeah I he's not... He's not my favorite either, but he's not classically handsome. I would no. Inter- I would say I would say he's interesting looking. Mm-hmm. In a nice way, but meh. He's no Hugh Jackman. Right. If we're which which Hugh are we gonna go with? Obviously, we're gonna go with Hugh Jackman. Um, but no competition. No competition really. 
I would say, like, I like this movie. Like, uh-huh. go see it if you want to. Um, I think um, some of my main things is, like, you don't really see... Uh, I wish there was more of, like, Sandy with her friend Meryl before. Yes, I agree. Like, I, I really like Heather Burns' um, kind of dry humor style, and I think that was a good yeah. play with Sandy. I will give this three and a half um, um, linen envelopes. Three and a half linen envelopes for two weeks' notice. Nice. Excellent. Okay. I... Okay, I was going to give this, like... I kind of wanted to give it two and a half, Whoa. but, like, I did think it was funny. I know, I know. Or did you fall off your ball? Is that why you woke? No, I didn't fall. <laughs> Guys, so just so everyone knows, I filmed this on a yoga ball. <laughs> so if I ever sound distance because I've accidentally rolled away and not bounced back. And I'm like, Mary, you're too far away. Roll back to the mic. Um, which we cut out for you, so you don't have to yeah. worry about me uh, okay, so I was going to give it two and a half, but I did like it. Like, it is funny, and it is well written, I feel like, but the ending yeah. just, like, gets to me. I don't like it. So I think I'm going to go three. I'm going to go three number eights for Mr. Wong. <laughs> <laughs> so that's what I think. So now you heard what we think. Uh, now we're going to let you know what other people think. So we're gonna, this is Amazon review time. Yep. Um, do you want to do yes, five stars? Yes, I'm, I'm half a star higher than you in this one. Okay, mm-hmm. five stars. This is a good review. I should have been higher so I could have uh, read it. <laughs> forget Made in Manhattan, dot, dot, dot. Remember, Made in Manhattan came out same. same no, the week before. Oh, okay. The week before. A, yeah. By a customer on December 20, 2002. <laughs> have they seen it yet? Yes, oh, that's okay, like day what? of. This is a day of. Read the review. Okay. You'll guess. I went and saw Made in Manhattan last week and couldn't believe how unreal the storyline was. I decided to give <laughs> Two Weeks Notice a shot because I love Hugh Grant. It was the only movie, besides Die Another Day, that I've seen in the past month that actually deserved my $6 and I wasn't disappointed. It was... Remember when movies were $6? Yeah. Okay. It was a great storyline and Sandra Bullock played a great character. Miss Congeniality is one of my top five movies. And I was happy mm-hmm. to see her playing her usually weird, humorous self. And I was also happy to see Cheryl from Rhode Island, <laughs> LOL, in the movie as Lucy's best friend. <laughs> Hugh Grant played an amazing character who had me laughing throughout the whole movie. Who couldn't help but fall in love with those dreamy eyes? The movie went step by step, unlike Made in Manhattan, which saw the rich, famous guy fall in love for the poor maid in less than a week. If you're going to see Made in Manhattan, reconsider, trust me, you'll be much more satisfied with two weeks. All right, so this is your one-star review entitled Boring by Jay on July 10th, 2003. I rented this movie because it didn't look good enough to see in the theater. I was right. Actually, it wasn't worth the price of the rental either. Best to wait for it to be on ABC or something. Mm. There were a few funny moments, but overall the writing wasn't very good. The acting was pretty bad. Hugh did a decent job, but Sandra seemed, as my husband put it, like a bit of an ice queen. And I could gather no real chemistry between them. Agree. They seemed like good friends. Agree. <laughs> but the film didn't convince me that there was any real attraction between them. Overall, boring. Hmm. I kind of agree with Jay a little bit there. Yeah. Just saying. Not that Sandra was an ice cream. No ice cream. <laughs> ice queen. <laughs> and lots of ice cream to have in a rocky road. <laughs> um, not that Sandra was an ice queen because she wasn't. Like, she was funny and goofy. Yeah. And I think she was just stressed by her job because he called her all the time. She had yeah, an ulcer. She had an ulcer and she was spending so much money on shampoo, guys. That might be all that I have. Anything else? I have a final thought. Movie? 
Oh my gosh, Tommy, 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 Tommy. I was watching the credits and guess yeah. what kind of consultant they had for this movie. It's um, kind of out they, there. So okay, they had a chili cheese dog consultant. No, but it does start with chi. C. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it does start with like the ch sound. It, they had a chess consultant. Ah! Oh my gosh, they like no, you, you just see them like play moving chess, like, once. once. Oh and that's gosh. it. And then you see the chessboard Why a couple would you times. Need that? There was a chess Weird. consultant, guys. Two weeks notice. Even if there was something wrong on the chessboard, you would never notice. No, because his apartment was so dimly lit, you could hardly see anything in there. So dimly lit. It was funny. Like, why do you think him and Tony, do you think maybe he was lonely? Like, is Tony his only friend? I'm going to say The chauffeur? Yes. And, like, after hours him. playing chess? Yeah. I don't know. He pays him to be his kind friend. Of. So sad. Well, thanks so much for listening, guys. Yes. Totes appreciate it. If you want to join in on the conversation, uh, go ahead and tweet us. We're at All My Movie Show, or we do take emails as well. We're we're not. <laughs> that's more your style. Not everyone's on the Twitters. Yeah. Sorry, mm-hmm. or we take emails as well, and that's All My Movies Podcast at Gmail And we recently started a Facebook page, so if you go ahead and give us a like, we'll give you a shout-out on the show at the end here where we do this. We're desperate for your approval. (laughs) We just want you to like us. Be our friend. Why is it when we ask people to be our friends, we do our weird voice? (laughs) Do you notice that? Every time we're like, we just say, be our friends. We're really fun people. We're like, (laughs) be our friends. Don't you like us? What do you think that voice is? To me, it's like part Caitlin. Amy Poehler's Caitlin, yes. Rick, Rick, and Park. Rick, Rick, I don't want to bet the <laughs> And I don't know what else it is of what that voice of ours know, is. Because we go high. It's kind of like Pee Wee Herman-esque. <laughs> yeah, but be our friend. It's like a lower Pee Wee, I think. <laughs> but it's not. It reminds me of a sad turtle for some reason. It could be a sad turtle. Oh, it's kind of Target Lady-esque. Quite- it is a little, it's like, it's like a lower target lady mushed with Caitlin, yes, I think. we have figured out our voices, friends. Um, but yes, please follow us <laughs> on, like us, like us, like us. Mirror friends. <laughs> Go ahead and like us on Facebook and we will give you a shout out <clears throat> on the show. And Aaron, can we get some final thoughts straight from the poster? Yes, you sure can, Mary. A comedy about love. At last glance. So let's dance. At the last chance. Let's dance. Let's dance. For the last that chance. That's not in the movie. At love. <laughs> I don't think any of those were the right ones. <laughs> no, they're not. Thank you for listening to the All My Movies podcast. Remember to review, subscribe, and follow Erin and Mary on Twitter at All My Movies Show. <laughs>